my name is Sebastian. Said. So, welcome to the podcast, man. Finally, um, I know it's a new setup. We're at my office right now, and we've been talking about a few things, and I figured it'll be valuable to bring Said's point of view on some things, and we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about dispatch relationships driver dispatch relationship that's what it should be right um and just to set some context and some background can you uh tell me about can you tell our viewers about your background and how long have you been in the industry um i've been in the industry I'd say about close to eight years now. Um, I started off on the ground level, dispatching uh, crosstown work, which is um, yard, like reel-to-reel work. So uh, I started off doing that for a number of years and then uh, dispatching the regional work. And then from there, I moved up to doing uh, operations. Now I'm managing the operation at a decent-sized trucking company. Have you been, you've been with me for how long? For About going on four years now. Really? Yeah. Wow, time flies, man. I know. <laughs> you remember when um, when you came in? Was Kate already there? Kate was there. Uh, I think she came. She was there. She was there for like four months before me. Yeah. How the little office we had on 79th? Yeah. Yeah. That the, was crazy. The good old days. It used yeah. to be so simple. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we're about... Um, 45, I say the 45, 50 medium size range, it changes with our um, independent contractors. So I think it would be valuable to talk about some of the things, what are our experiences and what is our vision and and kind of approach to some of the, um, you know, common things in the industry like driver relationships. Uh, You know, we'll talk in the future about work and, and, and load boards and just customer and customers and in general kind of um, getting this the other side of uh, of the trucking industry which is one is the maintenance the second one is finding running mm-hmm. and doing the work I think um, we could create some value there for uh, for listeners um, so yeah uh, we're gonna talk about this driver dispatch relationships um we got some bullet points you want to start off about like what's the number one thing that you think is important i think the uh, the number one thing would be trust you know yeah. drivers trusting us and uh and us trusting them at the end of the day that's the most important thing if you trust who you work with or work for it's, it goes a long way and how do you develop trust when you're you know your new driver coming into a company um I think sticking to your guns, like when you when you first meet someone and you say what you got to offer as a company, whatever you kind of promise them, stick to it. If you mm-hmm. tell them they're gonna make, not even financially, just you know, um, communication. Yeah. You know, talking or always when they call you. Um, a lot of a lot of issues we have with guys is they'll take a job with a company and the company will say we have you know twenty four seven dispatch. You could call dispatch anytime, and then they're 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 calling dispatch after six p.m. and nobody picks up. Yeah. Nobody picks up. So. And so that's a good point. So over promising, um, because why? Because I'm trying to think from our standpoint, like why would companies be um, over promising things? Uh, you know, all the bonus sign on bonuses, all that uh, BS that a lot of companies and I say BS, but I I really you know there are some companies that that do that and that's fine uh we also did that so i'm not gonna um talk about that but the thing is it's like you're you know the driver retention and and having 
a strong infl- inbound of drivers is is primarily some driver uh, trucking companies issue the driver shortage is everybody talks about which no longer is uh, a valid point at this mm. uh, time in end of 2019 going into 2020 but it's trying to lure in drivers is the issue right because they're over promising and then uh and then the drivers get disappointed because they're not uh they're not getting what they were promised yeah uh but that also comes with what you said um communication which is on one of our uh bullet points but it's 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 also um just the information you provide and unless you get certain um treatment at a company that helps you understand how they function so like showing like having people uh in our operations room and showing them what we do meet meet the team like 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 that all matters so mm. all the details matter like bringing you know the dispatchers bringing you uh in in our our team and the, so the driver knows like hey the, you know just know them know them by name and then you just really have to give it a shot and see if if the company delivers on what they say yeah, um, yeah. and you said something there is um, knowing them by name you know a lot yeah. of, a lot of stuff that i hear is i'm just a number so guys take a job and then you know the ops managers don't know their name the owner doesn't know their name they're just a, a driver that drives unit number four and, and he's late all it the is, time yeah. you know so at the same time that's a good point but the number so what is like a, a company what 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 do you think when do you think the driver becomes a number at one point of a, of a company because like a medium-sized 50 trucks you can still uh pull it off right mm-hmm. but why how do you keep that culture of knowing everybody when you're well the management team should know no matter what yeah right uh, so like what do you think like a hundred plus trucking company is going to start having so many drivers that knowing you everybody. might it, i think it all depends on how involved you stay too you know yeah. i guess at the end of the and day you, by you mean who the owner or the owner the management the, team? the management team every, yeah. everybody yeah. that that's involved with the driver i mean if you if you you blow up and you become a 200 truck company but you're never at the office yeah. you're not going to know nobody oh, yeah but if of you course. you know if you become a 200 truck company and your office is still the same and you know you wear the same pair of shoes and everything like that you're not going to really change yeah that's the thing so just about how you i guess how you take success also if you if, if you blow up and become a huge company you know you're not gonna if you don't show up to the office you're not gonna know what's going on right so the the involvement of the um uh, of the officers and of obviously the management uh in and and know in, cre- in being able to create and keep the culture going um with you know the pro driver um culture and the focus on on, on drivers mm-hmm. but we are definitely um you know poking around the the few things and everything that we're talking about comes down to the list that we have in front of us um and so the next step we just talked about trust and 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 then the next thing we have written down is uh, honesty and transparency right mm-hmm. uh and and honesty and transparency is something that again it's a it's a part of trust <laughs> you can trust somebody and not have you know yeah, not have transparency and, and without honesty but so what what's your take on the honesty and transparency how does that show up um for us and how does it sh- in our opinion should show up for a trucking company what what, what, the, what does the honesty mean i think it, it, that's 
it's honesty, you know, from the company to the driver and also from the driver to the company. So it's not just one sided. Uh, example, the company to the driver, right? You get a run and, um, you know, it's going to be a live load, right? You know, it's going to be, there's going to be something that you know that you can tell the driver just straight up. Just tell him, hey, you know, I got this load. It's going to Detroit, Michigan. It's a good paying run. But when you get there, you're going to have to get live loaded for three hours. It's not dropping hook. Little things like that. So the driver's mentally prepared the, the day before he knows what he's doing. The next day, he's going to be ready to, to do a three-hour live load or live unload. Yeah. You know, as long as you give him the heads up off top, I think it'll be fine. And the issue that we run into, and it goes back to, to trust and honesty too, is when when guys are so used to uh, to other companies telling them, "Hey, uh, I got drop and hook freight. You'll be there 30 seconds. You drop a trailer, you hook up a trailer, you leave. Drop and hook freight, and then they get there, and then all of a sudden it's a live load or a live unload." I think the driver would have been fine with that if he knew that going into it. When he gets there and it's not transparent what he's doing, that's yeah. when he runs into an issue. Well, that's why, but, but that's something that you intentionally miscommunicate um, with the driver what he's supposed to do by no, assuming that he's not going to do mm -hmm. what you think, what you want him to do and just straight lying to, to somebody. Exactly. Right? But at the same time, how many scenarios we had before where we did have a drop and hook load on us and then it turned out it wasn't yeah right yeah and how do you now then explain it to the driver well that's you know the the load it was a mistake on our broker side or our, our customer side something happened along the way and whether it you know like and and that's how that's where the friction is, because because when it obviously keeps happening, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if if you can communicate well enough and and facilitate that conversation, like listen, like this is what what would just you know like because that's majority of the the, the complaints come from well, I was told Issues this is like going to happen, yeah. right? Uh, so but but maybe uh, I don't know having the drivers be prepared, like listen. In, on our end, it looks like it's a drop and hook, but there's a possibility that it's a that, that's a live load, right? yeah, yeah, something like that along the way. It's all communication, right? Which is on our on our list as well. But uh, you know, the majority, I think, of um, the, the what I like to call us versus them mentality is about how the front line of the company is this is literally disengaged from what 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 the trucks are doing mm -hmm. they're just there to pick up phones and they don't care and that's where the drivers can they can sense it with with the with our team um speaking from experience our retention is a lot a lot uh, better than everybody else's because um and this is something we we track and kind of research and I do as well I mean as as as, as much as I can because we because they do know we genuinely are transparent and we mean well for what's what's happening right yeah. so they know when when things go uh, backwards and and all of a sudden the load changes that it was because of the higher the customer or something else that happened along the way yeah. right well a lot of that's from our, our track record too I mean we, we the guys that we onboard we're honest with them from the get we, 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 you know, we show them that we trust them. We, uh, we're real transparent with the dispatch. So they yeah. know, you know, their first X amount of months with the company, they know that, that we're not BSing them. We're giving them 
you know the god's honest truth to whatever's going on yeah and then when the, when an issue does present itself at a customer for the first time they know i mean after someone spends x amount of months not lying to you being honest with you something happens you yeah that's defend. the trust develops yeah. and then you you know you, yeah exactly but the see that the thing is um um sometimes we do have i don't know if you remember the any cases of having new drivers hop on or owners and just things going wrong for days yeah right which right. is like what the heck is going on well usually right? the first the first couple of days when everything could, that goes yeah. wrong could go wrong the first two days at the company yeah you so know? that's so you know that's something that you can't sometimes avoid and we're sitting here thinking what the heck is going on why is this guy has yeah. such a bit luck but um but you learn i mean you know you learn from experience that that you can't you can't ever say for sure what what it's going to be yeah you can't you can't yeah. say just like you said you 30 can. seconds ago it, it could be a drop and hook on paper then you get there and the customers under pool for empties because everybody else didn't drop empties for the past week yeah so now you're there and they got to unload you you yeah. know yeah. so you can't like yeah. i learned you know a while back that you can't don't don't guarantee something and just tell them. which is a perfect segue to the second thing to the f f number uh, another uh, bullet point is mindset right like if you if you're expecting that everything go perfect in trucking it's it's not gonna happen yeah good luck and yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. it's like if you understand what comes with the territory and what comes with the responsibility i mean uh I mean, you can, you know, it's 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 what you're getting used to, and we're we're creatures of habit, and you do one thing at one company, then you try to, you know, replicate it somewhere else, and oftentimes that that doesn't work. But there are dedicated routes, and there, there and there are dedicated. Um, but how many times we I had um, drivers on an interview, and it was like, well, it was great two years ago. It was like. You know, it was last year. It was great. I'm like, well, great, but not, mm -hmm. it was great for two, three years, and now it isn't. Yeah. Right. So nothing's guaranteed. Absolutely. Uh, people, companies lose lose contracts. With what we've been what we've been seeing in the correction of in 2019, it's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of drivers and owners now uh, available looking for work and looking for what they had. Yeah. You know, well, especially is, the, the home daily freight now too. I yeah. mean, it, it, you know, you remember years back, it was all about OTR, and now, yeah. now, now the the home daily rates are are pretty much, if not better than OTR rates. Yeah. So if you're a driver, you know, why would you want to, why would you want to go OTR when you can make the same money coming home daily? Yeah. Right. But now, yeah. now you see the market shifting, so the OTR or the, the home daily stuff's going out the window, and they need more OTR help. Yeah. So it's just like you said, it corrects itself. That's yeah. the thing, you know. It's it's it's, it's supply and demand. It's I mean, um, I just read an article, Eco Logistics, I think, um, mentioned that yesterday. I think I sent it to you uh, about the waves uh, and where are we in the cycle market right now. We'll we'll talk about it some other time. I want to focus on on the dispatch uh, uh, relationships, driver dispatch relationships. So, uh, and and the the mindset of the a pro driver culture you know that's an interesting topic because there's a lot of companies claiming that and so we also claim mm -hmm. we're pro driver right since um drive i have driving experience i've driven i've i've i can relate to um well the wind is crazy probably picking up on the thing but the you know the dr pro driver attitude and the kind of narrative that companies um have 
is based on you know it's a marketing spiel it, it's something that you know you want to be pro obviously pro driver and everybody is but then where is the disconnect right like what happens uh, that the pr company promises and then the, then the disconnect happens with the drives like this is just bs yeah well how many times do we see you know companies looking to hire drivers and you read you'll see like the hiring ad and it says uh, all our trucks have flat screen tvs with cable boxes inside or, or it's too good to be true usually if it sounds too good to be true it usually is. Yeah, or the $7,000 sign-on bonus. I mean, how <laughs> desperate are you to find drivers? And I've, I've mentioned that before. And since we're not heavily uh, in the OTR division, when we do have a significant amount of trucks, but for some reason we, ne we, we didn't really have to be um, desperate to fill in those trucks. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just always happened with our inbound of drivers. But I do understand and I do think companies have to fill their seats so they have to go to radical um methods to to keep drivers and and have them coming coming in but i would say maybe look at the management and look at the operations how that works and w why are you not retaining drivers or maybe you know there's many different factors that come into into that but uh, some of the ridiculous claims that companies do to just to get drivers on board. It's like, you know, I've, I ask everybody that I, that I hire, um, since I'm still doing a recruiting, how have you ever been paid out any of the bonuses? And it's like, yeah, there's always some kind of BS that follows it. It's like, it's like almost never. It's never just know. a flat $7,000 check. Yeah. And then it's, and it's mainly, I don't know, maybe it's just the guys that come to us, but, uh, we've, you know, we've seen quite significant number of drivers come through our door so yeah we don't we, could, we don't lose drivers that's the thing i like too i mean our, our retention's really good yeah, our yeah. our turnover rate i mean the only time we get rid of somebody is if we kind of have to get rid of them you know yeah. so which well and the, explain that because i think what is it what, why is a trucking company trying to get rid of uh, uh, somebody that's that's you know well it'd be a combination of a few things but unsafe driving yeah. if someone keeps getting you know everybody has gps in their trucks now everybody's yeah. got real-time gps so if if you if, can track you can literally track everything yeah right and so so if john smith's going 75 down to 65 and you call him and he's like okay i'll slow down yeah. but you got to call him every single day for a week that's just a, a yeah no and, and pulling the data and obviously uh, having you know good reporting is key then you have to determine you know like crap this guy is you know he's a hard worker but unsafe as hell yeah and we we deal with that that comes with with you know with our territory as far as uh trucking companies like we have to make those decisions and that reflect that reflects literally our uh, safety scores it reflects our performance our insurance costs everything yeah um no that's that's a good point uh and the last one that i have is the the most important one which is the communication uh, piece right like from what i can share and i i think you, you're gonna have definitely some input on, uh, uh, about this not whatever i'm saying is not necessarily what you're hearing um right that's why i'm big on over communicating because i'm saying one thing thinking i'm saying something and then the the driver or the owner or even a team member hears completely different thing yeah. um and and i've been called out a few times before i'm like well you know uh, you've said that already a couple of times and I'm like yeah that's how 
important over communication is for me mm-hmm. because there is no and then obviously you can follow up on paper and 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 but but you know you know we've been over communicating within our company for some time now and what do you, what's your take on that what do you think you know what have you been observing uh, around i think it's working communication i think i think what we're doing is working we you think we, we're doing it, are we doing it enough i think we are i think that we're doing we we verbally um verify things we'll call we'll call drivers and verbally tell them what they're doing we have an application that we use a messenger application that we dispatch through we'll send them to dispatch and we'll talk to them before they leave i think that if you talk to someone for an extra 30 seconds but they get something done right it's worth 30 seconds yeah. of your life you know, of course it's, nothing, it's worth repeating yourself three yeah, times. yeah it really is and there's nothing worse than um you know i i have a lot of examples like actual on the road you know job examples right so like there's nothing worse than we're in Chicago. So if a guy goes to Detroit and he's supposed to take a load to Detroit, but he calls you from Detroit and he says, Hey, my, I got to empty. They're not giving me the load. And you look at his dispatch and it clearly says, uh, take this load to Detroit. And he calls you vice versa with the empty. There's nothing worse than that in the office because you just, you just drove, you know, 350 miles for what? Yeah. For, Cause now you're going to come back, you know, it's going to be a headache to fix. Yeah. So that could have been easily resolved. Like we, you know, I'm sh- we, we spoke to the driver two or three times about that. He wasn't sure. Call into dispatch. No one. I mean, that's what that's what we pay our dispatchers yeah, yeah. to do. Well, which is the the driver's side. It's like you're making decisions on your own. Um, it's not. You have to verify it yeah. with the team, no matter what. I mean, yeah. that's 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 the one on one. You know, um, driving, trucking, but it's it's ultimately the disconnect. What you just said from drivers. Uh, thinking what they're hauling versus I'm just behind the wheel driving a truck or or whoever right. they work for before used to get upset when they would call and ask questions so now they think hey let me just let me just do this and not get that mad it's not like that true because some company you're totally right some companies do do get annoyed by drivers yeah um, calling and I'm talking about the the smaller companies because obviously the bigger companies have coverage all the time mm-hmm. we have 24 7 coverage but I see that uh, you're right a lot when well, like, well, uh, my com- previous company would pick up a phone in the, in the evening or at night mm-hmm. or when something was happening, I had to wait till the morning. I was like, you know, I mean, if the owner's that this disengaged from, uh, you know, uh, and you remember the early stages of, of our company, how we would both be on 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 the, on the call for 24-7 just to make sure everything was done, delivered properly. Yeah and done properly and if there were there were questions so you're right if there's somebody coming in and they're like well i didn't call because my other company was was mad about me all the time to do that then then totally makes sense but but that's that then we should communicate that in the beginning as well tell them hey you call us no matter what we have coverage 24 7 you need to verify every move you're doing because you know obviously it affects the bottom line um Awesome about communication. What else would you put in? What do you think um, is worth mentioning here from from our? I just think experience. that you know, since we're talking about dispatch driver relationships and everything, um, at the end of the day, we're on the same team. Yeah. Drivers and dispatchers, drivers and owners, drivers and managers—they're on the same team. Yeah. Right. So, it's not us versus them mentality. Honestly, it's not. It. What it is is. Uh, I'm dispatching freight, right? And I'm giving the driver. Let's say you're a driver. I'm giving you freight to do. 
I don't mind if you call me and ask me questions as long as we get the freight done right. That's all that yeah. matters. For, for, for me to sit in the office, like, and back to that mentality, like if a driver was with a company that, that's so used to not being a good company for them, right? They got this mentality like, oh, the company's out to get me or, mm -hmm. or whatever it could be, right? Um, there is nothing better for a dispatcher than a driver who over communicates and gets and is productive at work. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing better. And then there's nothing better for a driver. I mean, you drove. I never drove. But, you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing better for a driver than knowing that your dispatcher is someone you could trust and, and he'll give you yeah. the freight and it gets done. So, like, instead of causing instead of that mentality where it's us versus them, you know, leave it at the door. And when you go to a different company, leave your old habits behind at the other company and start fresh with this company. Obviously, it didn't work out where you were before. Yeah, so but whatever. that doesn't mean all of, all of the companies are, yeah, are like that. So don't come in with, you know, yeah. with being upset because we, like my, my team downstairs, man, if, if we have no issues all day, it's the best day ever. Yeah. It's the, and that's what we want. We don't want to have it. We don't want to fight with drivers. We don't want to, you know. Um, <clears throat> it's not like they, people come in and, and try to come up with reasons to mess with drivers. Yeah. You said, you said that before. And, and I totally agree. Uh, and what I also wanted to bring up is that, if there is uh, a calmer day, then we make sure, then we plan what's hap what's going to happen next week, next in the next few days, yeah. and we're constantly kind, you know, uh, involved uh, even with the dispatchers, planning the the future of, of what's happening, right? yeah. and, and it's like, um, so yeah, no, you definitely had some some good points here, and and the 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 the, the biggest thing about um the drivers having the 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 old habits the some like carrying over bad habits or bad attitudes from different companies is because it is still present there and i i wished it didn't happen i wish there was it was more transparency and more people trying to help each other versus uh just thinking about uh how to get this guy just move the load and and go you know be live in the hole in the truck and I don't care what what's what's happening I do care about it and mm -hmm. I, you know you know about uh, uh, my take on how I isolation behind the truck is affecting uh, you know uh, mental state of drivers it's very important to me and we we do cater to that we do we are aware of that so that's probably the one of the strongest um, things we have as a team and again it's not about our I don't want to make this about our company it's more about what what our experience is and what we've seen work and not work the the in the relationship between dispatchers and and um and drivers so anything else you want to add we're coming up and I told you 25 minutes are we really yeah ouch I just you know I just wanted to really focus on on just saying that trust is important and, it yeah. and, and it's not you know it, it, and I stress it. If you're with a bad company and you go to a different company, leave everything bad out, throw it out the door. When you go to the new company, just start over. Just give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to help you. You know, I can't tell you how many times we, we both sat down interviewing drivers and they gave us a laundry list of yeah. how the other companies stuck it to them. Like, I don't, I don't want that to happen. I want you to be happy. I want you to, me, ideally, I would love all my drivers to, 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 to drive X amount of hours a day and go home and still have a life. Yeah. You don't have oh, to. Yeah. Driving a truck doesn't mean that you have to um, live in the truck. You yeah. don't have to, especially with the home daily work. Just kind of yeah. plan especially your day Especially where out. we are as well. Yeah, you know, Within and you, and you said uh, you said it numerous times. When you say pro driver, um, I asked you, I'm like, what do you what do you mean by that? You know, you said someone that takes pride in what they do. Yeah. So you know, take pride in what you do. Yeah. If you have a, a, a 
10 o'clock in the morning appointment somewhere don't leave don't leave at 8 30 leave a little early get there a little early get it get it loaded come back home you can still have time with your family at night yeah. you know there's no it's not it's not to where you gotta you're like oh shoot i gotta go to work today i'm gonna live in the truck for two more days yeah like brother you drove 240 miles it's not you're not really gonna live in the truck the, you know? the only thing is also it's a very good point the only thing is also um that there there is a lot of burnout in the mm-hmm. industry from what we've we've been seeing and and that's more our side of thinking or approach would be how do we how can we prevent that like how can we come up with something that prevents the burnout or maybe design it because it, it does exist and yeah. I, I can speak to that um personally so you know um again you're right the 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 ability to to do regional and and local freight that gets you home is the is the good is the good you know, uh, we're in a good spot for, for doing that. The problem is uh, now the supply and demand because a lot of guys want to do that, yeah. right? But that's that's a different topic. I think you 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 summarize it uh, properly. The pro driver and the pro company they both should be um, um, you know developing each other's trust and uh, just taking pride in what what they're doing. Um, I wish there were there was more companies um, doing being out there communicating about those things and not just being passive because how do you make a research about a company how do you how do you get to know them you know that's a step in itself that i totally agree with you what you're saying the problem is a lot of companies just don't exist anywhere yeah you can't you, right. you can't do your homework on it i mean you can yeah. do your homework by by, by just employees, tr- by, so. by just by just trying out and how many drivers we had just to summarize that we will look at their um previous history uh, record uh, history um what companies they drove for and you're looking at the list i'm like holy crap he's like yeah because i was jumping around and and the guys that are now with us for a long time yeah and they're really good drivers yeah. it's like you never know sometimes it's a bad thing sometimes it's a good thing the thing is i wish there was a more better way of uh you know i mean getting getting to know the companies before you do that because it's it's you know there's, there's just just like any industry it's about the the leadership and the management team that that runs the company yeah. it's like how well how many how many chance we and you take a lot of chances though you know we do you'll see someone i say let's give them a second chance and you'll say let's give them a third chance you know yeah. so we we do we do True. take a lot of chance and and you know knock on wood it's worked out for us it, it, it did but the chance the chance you're right but the chance without coaching is not going to go anywhere it has there has to be coaching involved and I'm, by coaching i mean helping him get to a better place and have him help him understand hey you're messing yourself up mm-hmm. you know we've had numerous drivers that messed themselves up and now they're driving forklift or or, or uber yeah. because i mean we you can help somebody get the information you're not gonna you know you're not how do you what's the saying you can take the horse to the water yeah but you can't make them drink it yeah yeah see so it's like yeah it's true uh, you know uh ultimately the the responsibility in the roles we're in is is very significant like you have to be responsible for for what you're part of and what your role in this whole system is yeah and then if you do that then then good companies will notice that if you're a driver and if you're a good company drivers will notice that yeah well you're not going to be you're not going to be a good company without drivers and drivers aren't going to be drivers without companies you know so we're all we're all intertwined however we look at it we need them they need us we're all on the same team i could i can't stress i could say it's on blue in the face but we're all on the same team you know it doesn't it 
dispatchers don't go to sleep the night before thinking of how to stick it to their driver in the morning. Yeah. They want you to be smooth and running and happy. That's what we yeah. all want, you yeah. know. So, yeah. um, you know, and then and then another thing we didn't really touch on, we were talking about, uh, I guess, back to, it's all about trust and honesty. It, it really yeah. is. And, and even from, from our standpoint, you know, if you're going to call off on a load or something like that or call off a of work, I understand that, that people get sick, there's family emergencies, there's, I get it, you know, I really do, trust me, and I, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to tell you half the excuses times, I yeah, got, yeah, you know, so, I just, be a podcast on its own, yeah, just, we know, should excuses. do that maybe next Thursday, yeah. you know, but I just think that just the more honest you are, the better, man, and my yeah. mother taught me this as a kid, if you keep lying, you got to always lie to, to cover your yeah. lie, just yeah. be honest, just, yeah. if you, if you if you woke up and you and you're having you need a mental health day to not come to work, just say, hey man, I woke up today. I'm feeling a little depressed. Maybe yeah. I'll come in for a hug later, but I can't run my freight today. Or yeah, or just or just uh, true, but and then don't do it at the last minute. Yeah, you know yeah. that's the biggest issue because that's the communication yeah. aspect. You know, you wake up in the morning like crap. Well, but there is there's a lot of different layers to that because you can feel fine going to bed and then you wake up and they're completely yeah, emergency some, right. some stuff happens you know yeah. but just if you know so, i mean yeah. and then plus with us uh, you could imagine these 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 brokers this type of stuff they hear so uh, we, that's the one thing that mean you pride yourself on just being honest I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell i'll tell a broker my driver's got the bubble guts he's not coming to work today yeah i'm not going to say that he got struck by lightning going to to save a family from a fire or nothing like that you yeah. know it's just that's all just just be honest you know and, and even from us even as a company as other companies listen to this, be honest to your drivers too. You know, if you don't got the freight, tell them you don't got the freight. Don't just keep brushing them off until, and then you ruin their next day. You know, it's um, just, just, just transparency is very important. It really yeah. is, and it's and it and it's so easy to do, but it's so easy to mess up too. Yeah, true. Good stuff, brother. Right, sir. Thank you, thank you. Before I let you go, I just wanted you to visit our Instagram page. It's at truck.yoo and give us some feedback tell us what would you like to hear about and any ideas any uh, recommendations comments are greatly appreciated uh, this episode was brought to you by era transport and era service out of chicago guys thank you very much uh, share subscribe and drive safe we'll talk to you soon